How would you describe Liberia? I think people think of Africa as a continent or as a country. Been, have you been to Africa? <laughs> I've been to Congo, Zimbabwe, Zambia, and Egypt. But Liberia, I've never been to. I've never been to the West. It's in the West, right? Yes. Um, okay, so well, come on, I'm a little that's cultured. No, I mean, look at the crew. We're a little cultured here, Simon Crow. <laughs> to describe a, a country, a nation, yes. uh, is really difficult. How it makes me feel. There you go. Yeah. That's well, good. As you get off the plane at the airport, there's yeah. a particular aroma. Of? Spicy, earthy. Oh. Has a particular smell. And as soon as I step off the plane and, and that smell hits my nostrils, Ooh. it's I've arrived. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Jake Sasseville Show. This season, we're back with all new shows. I turned 32 this year, and I wanted to explore relating and relationships for this first season back. Every guest this season, every show relates back to our relationships with each other and the things in our lives that matter most. No more Skype interviews. Every show was in person in our studios in London and New York City. Today on the program, Simon Crow is an interesting character for today's guest. Admittedly, he's someone I didn't know a whole lot about before he joined us at the studio in London. Besides being a dynamic and influential coach to CEOs and couples, Simon has been visiting the country of Liberia, located, as you heard, in West Africa. While his empowerment programs, coaching expertise, and experience in living in several countries around the world was interesting to me, what particularly struck me about Simon Crow was his willingness to really go there, be present in the moment. We're swamped with information. Mm. I mean, you know, we, we're getting information, you know this, it's complete information it's overload. Yeah, it's almost too much. Mm-hmm. You go to somewhere like Liberia, where people, you know, you'll drive down the road and people will be sitting in contemplation by the side of the road. There's nothing that they need to be doing in that particular moment, there's nowhere to go. And you never see that, certainly in London. You would never see somebody just sitting because there's nothing else to do. Liberia, the country in West Africa, is how we get into this conversation with Simon Crow, but it's where we're headed that becomes interesting. For starters, though, Liberia's capital city is Monrovia, named after the U.S. President Monroe, and Liberia, meaning liberty, was set up for emancipated slaves. Then you walk through the airport, and you're just swamped with chaos. Just oh, because it's, it's, a like tiny, a it's a tiny airport, there's lots of people Ooh. all doing sort of stuff. All the luggage and everything's being moved by hand. It comes out in this conveyor belt. Oh. Everyone's trying to get your luggage so that it can help you out. But then you've got to show your baggage. And it's just chaotic. There's people everywhere calling you and all this sort of stuff happening. And then you go through customs and they kind of get a cursory check over your bags. And then you in because the, the flight always arrives around 4 a.m. Oh my God. And you walk into the darkness, and it's obviously very hot and humid, very different from where you've come from. Yeah. And then it's like everybody's trying to take your bags and everything, and it's just complete chaos. Wow. But what's really wonderful is it doesn't feel threatening at all. Mm. It feels loving and exciting and just part of being somewhere new, and everybody's trying to help you. They're all trying to make a dollar, but it's all done in the most... I don't know, just the most caring way. Mm. And you may have three suitcases and, and three different people, you know, help you do suitcases to the back of your car. And then you've got five people holding their hands out for, a, for a dollar. That kind of high, that, that yeah. heart opening, for me, that kind of that connection with wow. people stays for the whole time that I'm there. Mm. I mean, you see some of the worst poverty and, you know, we could talk all about the, the buildings that all shot out and down Monrovia is not a very beautiful, attractive city. Monrovia? That's the, the, That's the name of it? Monrovia? Yeah. After the US president, Monroe. Really? Yeah. 
Why? Because did you not know that Liberia was US a, a US well, it was, really? yeah, yeah. So it was set up. Did you know that? It was set up for emancipated or by emancipated slaves. Seriously, I didn't know this. Did you know this? Emil, I know a little bit. Oh, okay. Think about the name Liberia. Yeah. It's about liberty, liberation. liberation. Wow. Yeah. So wait a minute. So the slaves came over. Well, they didn't come over willingly during the slave trade and and all of this. And then once the Emancipation Proclamation happened, we then went to settle a part of Africa that we... Yeah. So there was like a movement at one point in the U.S. of return to Africa. And Liberia would have been the destination for... That but, we de- but Liberia existed before the emancipation. No, 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 Africa was just a vast continent. We developed the nation to be able to well, put it in. Well, colonization. It was the first Holy colony. Moses. It was yeah. the first yeah. colony. But the US, US colonized. Yeah, but it was, at that time in Africa, it, it was still uh, just a, wow. a continent with, with people living in different parts of it, the countries. That was a kind of European invention, wasn't it? How interesting. In Liberia, then, do you have origins of folks who were actually in America before? Yes, so you have American Liberians. Holy Moses. And you have Liberian Liberians. It's part of the rich cultural history of wow. Liberia, but also a lot of the, what's behind a lot of the unrest. Yeah. is because it's a lot of, well, are you a Liberian Liberian or are you a, an American Liberian? Often, you know, politically and, and kind of culturally, people gravitate towards... And there's lots of different go, tribes as well. Towards what? They're, they're Liberian, people. Liberian? Oh, oh they go to the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, they're, yeah. so, yeah. So they, you know... Wow. Yeah, and so that's what a lot of the, the civil war was over. And the, I was just going to ask, was there a civil war? There's, yeah. been, there's been two very, very horrific... In the 20th century? They finished in 2003. Recently? Is the end of the... So little of this were actually fed in the West. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. They've just had an election in Liberia a few, literally two or three weeks ago. Yeah. This will be the first time in 70 years that power will have been handed over democratically through a peaceful democratic process in oh. 70 years. Oh. Every other... It's been hostile. ...has been either a coup or, a takeover, or uh-huh. a takeover or a war. Wow. So let's go back to 2014. So you go there yeah. with 20 coaches. Yeah. And you get there and you smell the spice and you're, you're dazzled, you're razzle-dazzled, yeah. you're ready. Yeah. And you start... My heart is open. Of course it is. Yeah. How can it not be? Yeah. You're in Africa, huh. the continent. Yeah. So you get there and then what kind of time are you spending there? You're spending two weeks there, four yeah. weeks there? I was there for two weeks. For sharing with different teachers, leadership... Uh, Just teachers, we were working with community groups, schools, teachers, different projects. And this is mostly, I assume, white people from the UK? Mainly from North America. From have you dealt with, have you reconciled, because I know this was very difficult when I was there and I know other people, the white person going to Africa to save, to help, to contribute, have you dealt with the challenges of that for yourself? They come up all the time and I think that how I deal with that is yeah. to be constantly aware of it and constantly asking myself that question, getting feedback from other people. You know, really, we're starting with a set of principles and we try to work to those principles and one of those principles is about encouraging self-leadership. I mean, that's the work that I do as a coach. From within. Absolutely. Yeah. I often get challenges from people. Why Mm -hmm. are you doing this? Surely they should be doing that. Surely you should be helping people. Is that people here that say that or in Liberia? Not necessarily in Liberia. And I think you have to be sensitive to that. Mm. In the West, we're swamped with information. Mm. I mean, you know, we're getting information. You know this. It's complete information overload. Yeah, it's almost too much. Mm -hmm. You go to somewhere like Liberia, you know, you'll drive down the road and people will be sitting in contemplation by the side of the road. There's nothing that they need to be doing in that particular moment. There's nowhere to go. People just sit. And you never see that, certainly in London. You would never see somebody just sitting because there's nothing else to do. And so if you come along and you've got they're some new information... They're sitting because they're trying to get away from whatever there is that's to right. do. That's right. It's an intent. Yeah, it's like we, we meditate, not, don't we? Because we've created a, a process 
which helps us to detach. So we have to have a thing that mm. we've learned to do to help us detach from the busyness of, of which living. Which is in. none of it's real. So in many ways, they're in walking meditation. They're in sitting meditation. I say they, folks. So, uh, and, and, I'm re- and, and I'm glad you sort of caught yourself because I'm, I'm really mindful again of projecting onto people mm. oh isn't it amazing that they sit there in mindfulness that to me could be construed as being well, that's my western western well, thinking, wash running all sure. running no, and, and, and i'm exactly the same western wash but exactly, that's why we have to be awake to it yeah because it's always there i'm often interested in the coaches who are providing so much to others the infrastructure that they themselves have sort of cultivated mm. to be able for themselves to be able to grow mm. are you married yes yeah and how's yeah. that going it's going great okay. <laughs> Did we, talk, we talked about this. Yeah, 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 we yeah. About? I shared with Jake that I asked you a question. What's the most meaningful or, or rewarding thing that's happened to you recently? Yeah. Your relationship's you completely said, well, been overhauled. You know, yes. like, no bullshit. Like, if I'm going to be really honest yes. with you, yeah. it's, it's what's happened recently in my marriage. That's I right. thought, well, there's a real answer. That's so a real answer. How long have you been married for? I've been married for three years. Oh, only three years? Yes. So I met my wife in 2010. So There's this whole beautiful story about my relationship with Stacey. She was living in California when we met. Mm. I was living in London. We fell on, in love online. We dated for seven months online in this really deep... It's intense. possible? Oh, it's beautiful. Say it ain't right. so, Simon, it's possible! <laughs> well, here we go. So you've got none of the physical distractions. Yeah. You know, it's not like, what do you want to eat today? Where do you want to go tonight? How can I pleasure you later on? But what you're really doing, you know, you're just connecting with a person. Yeah. So what's beneath the surface and what's beneath that? Boy, what's that's intentional. That? Though, that and why do you be. want to be in a relationship? And what do you want to get out of the relationship? And what are the things that you're scared about in this relationship? And what are the things you want to, to grow through? This through excited this you? It didn't exhaust you? I mean, I ask the same questions but I wonder well, if I'm exhausting they're, everybody they're, 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 they're great <laughs> questions to ask and I guess the reason I wasn't I wasn't exhausted was because the person on the other end was just brilliant you know it was just a wonderful wow. wonderful person to, you know if she'd been kind of dull and boring I, I think you is she a chef right. she's a chef she's, she does okay. chefing alright yeah. good yeah. alright so you start meeting online sorry so seven months of you know we never video <laughs> never video conference or anything you never all, did no intentionally or were you nervous you were good she didn't why didn't she get on the video <laughs> I have to have lighting spanks and contour to be able to get on videos well, this guy's a good looking guy what's the matter with them the simple answer was that she didn't have a camera on her crappy laptop did you pictures yes yeah and it didn't seem to me fair that she could see me and I couldn't see her so we just never used the video huh. so a relationship built on equitability very good and we met at San Francisco Airport in October 2010 <gasps> you met in the airport and 10 days later she moved to London oh my god was she planning to move to London when you met her no god no no she's planning to move to Hawaii or something or she could, could have been neighbors. We could have been neighbors. Oh my god, we could talk all day. Could have been cooking for me. There's a huge Hawaii connection going on, but we won't. Is there? Yeah. Are you coming to visit? Yeah, we'd love to. Really? Would yeah. you? I'll host you in the Garden Cottage. Thank you. We'll look at Oprah every morning and salute. Hello, salute. Because <laughs> uh, that's what we have to do when we live near Oprah. She makes us. So, so we, well, we, I want to hear about San Francisco. Okay. So you get there. Yes. And you've just been on a 12-hour flight. Yes. I've done it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. If on Virgin, it's a little better because right. you can look at the flight. That's right. Yeah. So you get there and you go through, I guess, the passport control. Is that what yeah, they? I'm, yeah, and then I'm you... going to disappoint you. I'm really sorry. But ask the question anyway. Oh, <laughs> How do you know you're going to disappoint me? Because I just checked more onto me. <laughs> she wasn't there. At the airport? <laughs> so you got in the cab and then you went to her house? No, I didn't know how. I didn't take her address or a phone number or anything. She wasn't at the airport? No. Were you catfished? I was, yeah. I was... Is this a joke? <laughs> Did you just make a joke for me? No. So here I am at the San Francisco airport. I thought, She's not here. And I kind of, well, what do I do? I thought, I'm going to be all about this. I'll sit here and wait. I waited and I waited and I waited and she didn't show up. And I thought, 
maybe this is all just a big scam. Maybe you I've been scammed. I would have died. It did enter my mind that this has all been an elaborate, you know, scam. So I thought, well, never mind, I'm here. I must be here for a purpose. Who do I know in San Francisco? Were you really this calm about it? This is, well, I went through a thinking process. I'm here. What am I going to do? She doesn't show up. Well, with who? With (laughs) with myself for not getting on the video (laughs) and making sure that this person. (laughs) I got up, Simon, throw you out. Okay, so you start going through who do you know in San Francisco? The guy's laughing. And I thought, who do I know in San Francisco? I don't know anybody. I thought, well, who do I know in the States? I don't actually know anybody in the whole of this damn country. Really? Not that I know the address of. So I thought, well, there must be another reason why I'm here. And at this point, I am looking at bus timetables. I mean, there it could be another, an hour and a half, maybe. And then she appeared. Where was she at the beauty parlor? Where was she? She, she got caught in, in traffic. A traffic, San Francisco traffic. Yeah. So she appeared as you were looking at the bus and you said, I don't think you were real, honey. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. And she was all kind of flustered, as you can imagine. Were you flustered? Yeah. You were calm. Well, I was calm by this point. I've been, you know, I've gone through my whole life in America at this point. I kind of planned everything. <laughs> planned everything. That's amazing. <laughs> Where did you go after you guys met each other? You went to, we to the mission? We went to the house. Went to the house. I'm sorry to be so personal. A hotel. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Excuse me. I'm sorry. We did move right along. What was I thinking? I haven't seen each other in seven months. It's time. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, can, we, we can go there if you want. I mean, I'm we, sure it was fine. <laughs> oh, no videos needed. Okay. Um, so that's beautiful. So then 10 days later, she moves to the UK. Then she moves to the UK 10 days later. Now, do you think as a guy who was a coach and who was helping... What, by the way, what area do you coach in? What area do I what coach What area in? do you coach in, yeah? In everything. Is that true? Yeah, mine You're not a specialist, you're a generalist. Oh, no. I work with whoever I'm working with. I create partnerships with people who want to create fantastic dreams. If they can't see beyond the horizon, then I work with them until we've created the path to get what, to get to where it is Amazing. they want to create. Wow. Oh, that's the, that's the journey. It's about having the courage to create. You said that you were to Amy that you were recreating. You're in the process of recreating or rethinking your relationship. Can you kind of talk about sure. how you got to that place? Sure. Okay. So we got married in 2013. I think was it? Yeah, it's 2013. We managed four years then. We've been married four years. Beauty. It was beginning to feel less wonderful. There was no question. It was beginning to feel less wonderful. Stacy was beginning to feel a little bit like she was now just contributing to my life. So I've got a business, I've got clients, I've got mm. a daughter here, I've got family, friends, a apartment. Besides, fifteen-year-old mm-hmm. daughter. Oh, really? Yeah, mm. who's just wonderful. And it felt like Stacy was clipping her own wings to mm. in service of this, and it had been wonderful for the time that it had lasted. But now she was just wanting other things. And it's so, well, I don't know how we expand around this. And so what became apparent is that we didn't really have a relationship any longer. Because if she wanted to be traveling and doing the things that she wanted to do, and I needed to be here, well, just how does it work? Mm. So we looked at ways of doing different things. But you could just feel that the, the, the connection was, was draining out of the relationship. And it was horrible because we still loved each other and still liked each other. We, hadn't, we weren't rowing or anything. It was but a bit just, heavy. But just, well, it's, it was worse. It just, you just knew it wasn't functioning. Mm. But we didn't know how to fix it because mm. there was nothing to actually fix. She got some, offered some work out in the States and she ended up in Costa Rica. And I remember and we were just kind of talking, well, should I come or should I not come? And it felt to me like I wasn't really very welcome. And mm. it felt to me like, just where, where's my space in this now? And what's going on? And it was just, you could just feel the love draining away. I don't think either of us wanted it to happen, but it... It was an inescapable fact, you know, the love had gone. So we separated. 
and we made a declaration that our relationship was over. We freed each oh, other. Oh, really? From, yeah, we made in that there is no longer any expectation. Oh. I release you from any commitments or expectations or agreements that we may have made around this relationship. Mm. And it was open, and I remember this kind of huge sort of... Relief. Well, there was a lot of emotion, but a, but a lot of relief. It mm. felt, you know, dragging around something which, which is, is not working. It's heavy. It's rocks. heavy. Yeah, absolutely. It can feel like, even though it may not be. Yeah. And in terms of how we wanted to create our relationship, it, you know, if it wasn't thriving and the most beautiful thing, then it wasn't what we'd intended to, to, to create. There's yes. something that I, I guess I wanted to say is that I'm yes. only quite a private person and I wouldn't necessarily want to broadcast this. Mm. But Stacy has been saying, we need to be sharing this. Absolutely. Mm. And I'm thinking... Is this the first time you've shared it out loud other than within the partnership? Yeah, yeah. Really? Uh, yeah, with that beyond, yeah, with that beyond people I you know, love, know, love and trust. Now you're part of that. So well, thank goodness we're in that room. <laughs> it's slightly... Uh, but I know, I wouldn't... I mean, you know, when we, Amy and I were talking, I and mean, I wouldn't have... You know, I could have told you a million things. Mm. That, cause I'm glad you said changing. it. But I, I thought, what's most true? What's most authentic? What's, mm. What am I most reluctant to share? You know, I told my mother my marriage was over and she's gone all the time and, you know, what can we do kind of thing. And I've got people, you know, all the people start to come around with cakes and, you know. Really? And, and sympathy. It was yeah. a mourn Come and stay with yeah. a week. Come and stay with us for the weekend. Oh, really? You really need cheering up. And is it what really over? The, what sparked the reconnection? Well, she, she, she came back to the UK to clear the flat. Oh, wow. So we thought for the first few days, we were kind of, we're kind of hanging out. We're having a nice time. It's nice to reconnect. And you start cleaning out, you know, the stuff. Isn't it funny? So I went away for a few days to give her a bit of space to clear the wardrobe and, and stuff, which she did. Yeah. And I said to her, is this really, you know, is this really what we want? Is this what, what really feels most resonant? Is there something, is a nugget, something that we need to look into and shine? Nope. <laughs> it's <laughs> over. Yeah. <laughs> It was over even then? Yeah. So then she left to go back to San Francisco with the wardrobe? No, no. of course not. No, but went to the but what I, I think the point I'm making is that, that it really had to end. It wasn't like a pretend. <sighs> Let's pretend it's over, but we'll hold on to, to yeah. some stuff. We really did mourn. I mean, I, I really went through a grieving process. Mm. Yeah, and, and it wasn't like coming back together, as I said, after a period of time and you'd for, kind of forgotten all the bad stuff. But was it though? So had she, she cleared out and moved out? No. She, her flight was due, you know, to, she was due to fly out. And we, uh, I guess we, we had time and space to think and talk. Mm. Wow. Mm. She didn't fly that day. No. No. She stayed. She stayed. And she never got on the plane. Sometimes letting go is the best way to let the next chapter begin. Not easy, but I love how honest Simon Crow was. Thanks, Simon. You know, I had fear about coming here today. You know, keep opening to it. I didn't know what to expect. You know, my mind's going and it starts to create a few, an imagined future of what this is going to be like and what you're going to be like. What was your imagination of what this would be like? I thought that this would be more sterile. I thought that it would be much more like we're in a little studio. And, oh. And it'd be me and you and everyone else would be outside and, you oh. know, we'd be sort of talking over a, a, you know. I thought it might be a little bit like that, maybe with the, with the film being made. Did you think you'd open up as much as you did? I didn't. I, yeah, because, well, that was my intention. Mm. I mean, that's why Amy's done such a brilliant job. Mm. Oh, because, because the conversation had already started. Yes. Um, already you're starting to, to create the, the energy around this. Mm. The Amy he references is my producer, Amy Loader, who I love and I appreciate for putting together these episodes with me. That's the show, everybody. Thank you, Simon. Simon.